Tight Squidge on the Shilta. It's Nick here, and you're listening to Filnoch Radio on TFUV 101.9 FM. Within the hour, you will hear percentage voices, songs, stories, and art. The Native Students' Union is for and run by Indigenous students. Our space includes a lounge, computers, printing, a phone, and lunchroom. Stop by the UVic Student Union Building, room B023, from 9am to 9pm, Monday to Saturday, or find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at the handle UVicNSU, or our website, uvicnsu.ca, to stay up to date on upcoming social or cultural events. Alright, it's Nick here again. Welcome to Well No Radio. I have a great show lined up for you today. I have some of my classmates from my language revitalization diploma program. I'll be interviewing them today. And I also have a few Sinchothan immersion students from our Lenongit school out. And that was a pretty cool experience asking them all sorts of questions about the program and what they think about the language. Um, and up first, I have uh, up first I interview my classmates who are Dominique. She's um, my classmate from the diploma program. And then last year she worked as a TA in our immersion school. And Josephine Henry, she is my cousin, my older cousin. She is has also moved on with me to get our bachelor of education degree in language revitalization. Kiona, she is a new person to learning language. She just worked in the immersion school last year for the first time, and that was her first time being surrounded by the language. And then now she is moving on to the new cohort of language revitalization diploma program students. So that's exciting for her. And Lara Lee, she was also my classmate from the program. And she, last year, she actually helped run the immersion daycare over in Seo, out in Hussainich there. And I believe they're doing it again this coming year. And she's preparing for that. And also Katia, she is also my good friend who um, has moved on with me and Josephine to get our Bachelor's of Education degree. And they're all working out in Hussainich right now. And I apologize ahead of time for all these interviews. I tried my best, the best I can to edit them. Uh, A few of the interviews had to be, or the few of the interviews were outside, so you may hear like a sprinkler or some traffic in the background. I tried getting rid of it, but yeah, I'm pretty excited for this interview. I hope you all enjoy. Hi, Squatchel. Hey, Los. Namithiat and Sna. Chesalats and Alkusanich. Hi, Squatchel. Hela. Squatchelam tonight and Sna. Chesalats and Alkusanich. My name is Josephine Henry. Hi, Squatchel. Hi, my name is Katia Olson. What started the spark in you to start working towards language revitalization? Well, just growing up in the mainstream of the education system, I didn't really get to know who I was. My identity was there all along those years growing up and then I wanted to um, just reclaim my Huelnook uh, identity and uh, just get back into knowing who I was as a Huelnook. Um, I 
was always aware of what um, my best friend Renee was doing with the language in, in her, her revitalization process and working so closely with our, our elders. And then my Nishayetna, my elder cousin Pinetch, and what he was doing. And, um, and I always admired it. And then Renee started the, the language nest. Um, the, the kindergarten language nest and um, and it was just kind of like a pilot first year seemingly and then so we put Grace into it um, just because the idea of six hours a day of Sanchothan was, was too awesome to pass up and, um, and then she really it was amazing how quickly she what she picked up between September and um, the Christmas break in December, and I was really kind of awestruck by her, especially in that first year, and, and just how how little effort it took for her to just reclaim her her inherent language. And so she's always been been my motivation to, to try and uh, catch up to where she's at. I've always um, been a big fan of learning Sanchasa ever since I was little hearing, you know, just just hearing it around the community and in my family and everything and I always just loved the thought of one day learning the language. I never really fully committed to learning it until after my graduation when my mom convinced me to apply as a teacher assistant at the Thewil Tribal School and I got the job in Jacqueline's grade one immersion class and going into that classroom and hearing all the students speak and see how far they've all come, especially my younger brother Uriah, hearing him talk and seeing how much that he's accomplished and made me feel jealous that I wasn't as knowledgeable as him in the language and it really pushed me to really learn in those classes because I could not understand a word they were saying in there. And throughout the whole year I really pushed myself to learn a new word each and every day and that was really helpful to me and it helped me heal learning the language and made me realize how much I love our language and how much further I want to go with it so that we can teach our young ones the language and help out our community and give us resilience with our words and our strength. I never really knew that I wanted to work in the language. It was just kind of an opportunity for me to do it. I don't... I don't know, it just, the opportunity just arose, so I just thought, eh, why not? What's two years? I'll just go and do it. And then after I started it, it just kind of found motivation to just keep going. I didn't really have a spark. I was actually not even planning on this path. It just fell into my lap. I actually thought I would be doing some sort of trade or something by now. But I really got a good nudge in the right direction from one of our elders, um, Helen Jack, and she pretty much dragged me through the door to sign up for the program, and it's opened a lot more doors since then, so I've just been seeing where it's taking me so far. Why is the Sanjathan language so important? Because it's our ancestors' tongue, so it's like we're uh, revitalizing what our ancestors were talking and how they t 
talked and how they taught and teach other people and other families. So it's important because it's who we are as a person and as a people here in St. Niche territory. And I just really love the language. Like, I wish I could say that in the language. I love our Centrothan language. Like, just Nestle at the Centrothan Square. I think it's probably the best medicine available to us, or the best remedy available to us in, in decolonizing ourselves not just waiting for decolonization to happen um, you know from the rest of Canada but also doing our own work to revitalize our language and our culture so that we're not separate from it we are just one with it and not we're guided by the values um, that we were meant to learn inherently we're guided by those values instilled within our language and within our culture and not, you know, just guided by the greater society, the Aquanitum the society that doesn't, you know, their, their societal norms don't reflect ours and, and they, it really, the more you participate in their, the kind of belief system that they instill in their advertising and their you know, the things that we participate in, we allow ourselves to buy into the more that you, you know, become influenced by that, that dominant society. But really, it, it divides us from who we actually are. And then the more you align yourselves with the, the more you learn about the language and the culture, the more you come home to yourself and what you were meant to learn and how you were meant to live your life and carry yourself. I think it's the best way to recover and break the cycle of intergenerational trauma and start creating positive change from within our own communities. Well, it's important to me because it helps me feel like I'm helping the community just a bit more every time that I learn more and every time that I speak more. and I feel like it's helping me become a stronger person by learning and knowing how to speak to other people in our language that was given to us by Fails the Creator and it just makes me feel blessed and happy and like I'm really doing something good for the community and you know when I look at the kids and see them learning this language it just makes me so happy to see that and that's what I love about this language is that it's so amazing and it's so great and it really does help build your strength and your courage and everything that you need to get through this life and all of the knowledge that we need for our Kwasait niche ways and everything that our people are and how we live in this world now to help us be Kwam Kwam, be strong and brave. Well, I think that it's important because my grandparents both went through residential school and um, I know that of my grandma's siblings that have gone through residential school and losing the language and and it's just sad to see that we came so close to losing it and that's exactly what they wanted so to me it's important because it's a part of who we are and where we come from. I think it helps to build a connection with our land and with our roots and 
also to strengthen our identity as Osage people. I see the changes that it's made in the students in the school and the pride that it brings to our people to see the language coming back to life and like it's not just an effort of the teachers it's an effort of the community like we're not doing this on our own we have a lot of support from people to speak the language and like there's a lot of cheerleaders I guess like that are cheering us on along the way. Have you used Sanchothan within the community like out in public or anywhere? Very little not very much like just with um, events like youth groups or exposure time like in the education system or is that like baby groups as well just learning along well hell yeah I've used it in the, in the grocery store and I've ran into somebody um, a couple of people from my cohort from time to time and um, just recently for the first time I've been able to use it in supporting our immersion kids. A lot of them are on the same soccer team uh, during the winter and spring. And so we're able to just keep the kids in immersion during their soccer games and while we're cheering for them and stuff. This past Tuesday was the first time that I played on a soccer team with a classmate from my cohort and one of my language mentors. And we were able to it was the first time I was able to speak in Sanchothan on the soccer field with other adults and like have that experience that the kids get, but for myself, and it was awesome. The first couple times that I used Sanchothan in the community was when I was in high school, and my First Nations um, educational assistant asked me if I would speak in front of the whole school in Sanchothan and announce our elders that were coming in and introduce the school and say what land we're on and all that cool stuff and that was really great. It was a very nerve-wracking moment for me but I made it through and everyone said that I did a really good job and that was one of the first times where I really thought, oh my gosh, this is so amazing, you know, I, I really love this and it was scary to have all those eyes on me but I stood there and got through it. And I try to incorporate it in my everyday life. I'm always trying to make my friends learn new words. And even though they don't speak our language, it's just so nice to hear them be like, oh, what does that mean? And I'll tell them and let them know. And I'll try to make them remember so that they'll understand when I'm trying to talk. Uh, yeah, actually, I remember one time Papa Al saying he uh, rides the bus all the time. And he want, he was saying that he want, he hears all the exchange students talking in their language and not speaking any English at all and he made a comment about wanting to do it himself too so um, I saw him on the bus that one time and we talked we had a whole conversation our whole bus ride was just nothing but some chopping from Sanchton all the way into town on the 72 so that made me really happy and then um, before starting work before starting um, this, the work in the summer, um, Manathia called me and she was talking to me in Sanchothan. And I was on the bus and it was really funny because I was on the bus and, I, and it was a small bus so there was like everybody could hear me or felt like everybody could hear me and I was just 
responding to her and asking her stuff back in Sanchothan and after I got off the bus and hung up with her or I was getting off the bus and I kind of just looked around me and realized that uh, everyone was staring at me or everyone around me closer to me was staring at me kind of funny and I was just like it took a second to click in and realize that I was even speaking Sanchothan and my sisters are in the immersion program going into grade four and five so I talk to them all the time in Sanchothan, and she comes to work with me in Isanich, so I talk to her in Sanchothan all the time too. I do use it at home. I use it with my children at home, and I've used it in gatherings. I'll use it in public, sometimes just when I kind of want to get my kids' attention. I'll say something to them in the language that I don't want to say and be understood. like don't go that way, watch out for that person, or whatever. When you're speaking Sanchothan, does it make you feel like a different person? Um, yeah, I actually feel really happy, and I'm just, like, glad that I can speak my own language and know how to speak it, and, you know, it just makes me feel, like, a sense of pride in a way, but then also just really grateful because, like, my teachers, instructors were, like, really pushing us to, like, speak it out more and awaken our Satan Yes and no, maybe no. It makes me feel like I'm becoming, the more that I use it, I'm becoming the person I was meant to be all along and speaking the language that I would have learned to speak if it weren't um, disrupted, disrupted within my family and I'm speaking the language that was meant to be passed on to me. It's just coming later in life but it's, I'm allowing it to influence me feel like I'm different. I feel like I'm evolving to where maybe I, I need to be or should, should have been all along. It's like yeah. yes and a no because it makes me feel like a better version of me that's learning more and I'm incorporating more into my life and when I speak the language it's really like I'm becoming a stronger me every time and every day that I learn more it's really helpful and makes me feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing with my life and for these kids and for my family and it makes me feel I'm that I'm more connected to the earth and my shechas and Nashwalakwa, my friends and my family. Yeah, I do. I remember I, I remember always ex explaining, um, or not always, but I remember explaining to a few people um, when I first moved to Victoria, I would walk down the road and have no idea who anybody was, and I felt like nobody really knew who I was, not that I knew of anyways, and it wasn't until I started working in the um, kindergarten class for my mentorship hours that I realized how much I loved, how much I loved the language, and I remember I had to go to work, so I was still just I was I stayed back from the Elenanok trip, and Stamafulton came in and he started talking, and I told him I feel like the language helped me find who I am as a person because after I started learning the language, I I got to know more people, and. I feel like it allows me to connect with people in a different way than 
speaking English does, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I feel proud, I guess you could say. I feel like it does change the way that I feel about myself when I'm able to connect to, I guess, my Satanich history by using our language. And I, I don't know, it makes me happy to be able to use a language. And sometimes I'll be talking to somebody and I'm like, oh, geez, I wish they just understood what I was what I want to say in the language so that I could just say it in Sinchothan instead of having to use English. Because sometimes the words just aren't there in English, and I feel like it would have more meaning if I said it in Sinchothan. What is your favorite Sinchothan word or word in Sinchothan? So helping the children. The one that I go back to the most, or the one that just uh, cracks me up the more that I think about it. It's just um, paloops, and it's it's just a uh, means like um, a bunch of like young cats or something like that. But I, I don't know. I just like the word. There's there's too many words too that I love, and that have so much more meaning than just funny words and that I that I love and. Or in English, uh, I was trying to think of that. There was a word in Kunitimkan that I was trying to think of too, <laughs> to compare. Um, oh, hemoglobin! <laughs> <laughs> I love that word, and I know it has to do with like <coughs> blood, but I'm just like, what's a hemoglobin? <laughs> it's fun to say, but it's just like you, you know, you don't really know what. You, you can't infer a whole lot from it unless you have like a if studied like a, a scientific background or a health background or whatever you know you have a little bit of knowledge in those areas but the more you learn our language the more you see the culture is interspersed in our in our words and in our phrases and there's you can even find teachings within if you start to break down the words value systems and and um, there's so much depth and meaning to uh, our words our phrases our place names that it's just you kind of start to want to disassociate yourself more with with English because it just becomes more nonsensical and and Sanchathan is just so much more beautiful and and logical and and purposeful. Mine is just Nestle at Nakwa. I love you because I love to say hey, I love you because I love everything. Nestle Mokskwechel Mokahin. I love everything and everyone. For a favorite word, it would have to be um, E because it it's. Uh, represents love and and uh, something valuable and it's just a I find that it's a really important word to share with my not obviously and family and stuff my favorite word is it just means tree and I just like the way that it rolls off my tongue I don't know why but it's just something that I'll just like start saying and I just like to really practice that sound so I think that's a good word for practicing that. Any advice for anyone who wants to start working towards language revitalization or start learning their language? 
yeah, like I would say just to just encourage you and motivate you to know what simple phrases are or greetings or anything and just get to know how to say more if you really want to learn and I just think that it'd make you feel much better and know who you are with your native tongue and it will help you and heal you it's a healing process as well so don't feel afraid or be backwards about learning like it doesn't matter if you make mistakes a lot of many people who are like you know PhD people like they make mistakes all the time but you know it's just a learning process you learn something new all the time like every every level every fluency proficiency level or anything like you just keep learning like just don't give up on yourself and just go for it hurry up just do it <laughs> just trust your your instinct or your intuition to want to get involved and and just do it and don't be shy once you're in it just practice what little you know every day and build on that until you start to you know be able to have a conversation in the grocery store or, or you know cheer on your teammate on the soccer field or or teach an activity at the day camp in Sanchothan you know like it's just use use what you know every day and and then just watch your life watch how quickly your life will transform if you do and just pursue it and take it seriously if you're gonna if you want to get involved commit to it and take it seriously every day just say don't be afraid to just go out there and do it don't have anything holding you back from that you know, if you have a passion for it, just do it. Get yourself there and practice anything you can and whatever you know. And don't be afraid to ask for help. I've asked for lots of help from people and they're always helping me, you know. It's always so nice to be around these people who know the language because they're so helpful. And they always love to hear everybody else speak the language too. So don't ever be afraid to ask for help from any of the language speakers because we're all open to helping you whenever whether it's through Facebook or text or whatever just be like oh how do I say something and they'll be on it and they'll help you get it right away and just remember it's a learning process and mm -hmm. everybody goes through it who's learning the language and it's just it'll really help a lot to feel that you're connected with your with your language and your community and it's just so lovely so if you want to do that you do that because you won't regret it I think the biggest thing would probably be just no matter how tough it gets just to stick it out because I remember when I first started I remember having really bad anxiety about not being able to remember the language and being scared that I wasn't going to make it very far because I couldn't pick up the way that I wanted to and just having a support system, a really good support system in mind because and, and make sure that you make those connections right off the bat because it took me a while to feel comfortable going in up to the school but once I got up there and realized that like how helpful the teachers were and stuff not that not that I thought that they weren't helpful it's just after I realized that I wasn't scared it kind of just I realized that um, 
if we we all help each other that we'll all make a big difference something that i always remind my daughters is like when you're learning a new language like just listen to the flow of the language it was something that really it was like a light bulb went off once i finally started to let go of the english and stop trying to translate things as they were coming in and just listening to the flow of the language and picking out things that i guess i could hear in familiar words and it was able like i was able to just understand based on the flow of the language and i think like the how do i word it i think that's really helped me grow as a language learner like i I'm, i still have a long 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 way to go of course but um it's helped me to grow my understanding of the words just by letting go of the english something <laughs> is there any challenges you had to overcome when learning sinchathan um there's some like barriers where at home it was a struggle because a lot of family members there's some like a handful that would speak and then the other like most of everyone else there's a intergenerational like trauma involved in my family so there's like a gap where some can really grasp on to the language but some family members couldn't get themselves to speak or didn't even want to speak so that was something that was hard at home but in my own life personally it was just more of like just practicing it all the time and just learning how to say things correctly so it there was some challenges but i got over those challenges i think just the different sounds for me it was the different sounds adjusting to the different sounds and stuff and even now i'm still trying to learn how to write certain stuff with all the different sounds mm-hmm. and making sure that i'm doing, writing the right r- word or saying the right word <laughs> um i think i held myself back a lot by going like i had when i first was about to start the program i was like oh my god what am i thinking i haven't heard the language in so long and um everybody else is probably so far ahead and i kept thinking i can't do this and like trying to psych myself out of it so one of the challenges that i faced was starting the program late and then i guess just the negative self talk that i was trying to like that can't feeling i guess you could say and then once i let that go it was like my mind block was gone and i was starting to grow more i guess i think that's the only challenge i've really faced and i think that it's just good to really challenge your own learning too and use what you can and i think once you start to change your mindset of how you think about it then it will start to come easier how long have you been learning sinchathan i would say about up in jalenon so 10 years or so Three years, and it's been a good, solid, consistent three years, twelve months of the year.、Uh, we've been lucky that employment has an apprenticeship. Summer apprenticeships have been created for us in the summer, so that we could stay immersed over the summer and not lose our ability to stay in the language、um, during the summer months.、Um, so it's been, yeah. I've been learning the language for about a year now. 
I think, and I'm going to continue learning the language for other years to come. I just got into um, the Revitalizing Indigenous Language program, and I'm so happy that I'll be continuing my language and making my parents proud of me and continuing to build my strength with the language. And I'm just so excited for the years to come to learn more of the language each and every day and really put my heart in it. Get there. Since the year 2018, 2015, I think. Yeah, 2015 when we first started the program. I learned it as a subject. I am doing air quotes right now. <laughs> um, from preschool until grade nine. But it was really a different type of learning that I've been, what I've been doing in the past two and a half years in this language program. I guess it's been three full years now, maybe. So yeah, I guess three full years in this language revitalization setting, but I've heard it most of my growing up life. All right, so I just said thank you, my respected friends, for your time and your answers, and I hope everybody enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it, editing and listening to all your guys' re-listening to all your guys' answers. <laughs> and all right, so I got some upcoming events happening in Husanich for Pakwachin. We have uh, make and can your own dilly beans. Take home yummy canned beans with Nishtua and Pakwachin Nation. That is tonight, Tuesday, August 7th, 2018, from 4 to 8 p.m. at the Pakwachin Hall kitchen. And there is child minding and dinner provided. So my Pakwachin people, go can and make your own dilly beans tonight. And also tomorrow, August 8th, Dhaka Salalberry Workshop is tomorrow from 5 to 8 with Project Reclaim. Note, this workshop is intended for Husanich Indigenous community members and Project Reclaim allies and volunteers. Help us create space for Indigenous folks to connect to our Indigenous foods, reserve seating. Please RSVP by commenting or messaging. Join Project Reclaim for a small walk to learn about Dhaka, Salal Berry, and bake a Salal Berry crisp with fruit leather, and fruit leather, sorry. We will be meeting at the Sartlip Health Center in the multi-purpose room at 5 p.m. Bring your own Tupperware to take home this sample of baked goods at the end of the evening. Today, a dinner will be provided. Please let us know if any dietary needs beforehand. That is tomorrow with the Product Reclaim team for the Husanish community. And also, there's another event, ongoing event, happening at Open Space. It's Bead by Bead, Beading Circle with Lindsay Delarond. I had her as a guest uh, last week. Yes, last week. And it is an ongoing event starting tomorrow night. It'll be every Wednesday at Open Space from August 8th to 29th from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Bring your own beads to start a project. Finish a project or just sit in a circle and share stories. Bead by Bead is a four-session circle hosted at Open Space by Aboriginal curator Lindsay Delaronde. We will come together to share techniques, ideas, and good laughs. Beading is our way to tell stories, to come back into grounding and focus. As an activity, it, will, it is therapeutic and healing and has strong ties to our cultural ways of knowing and understanding who we are as Indigenous peoples. 
All welcome. Come to one or all of the sessions. Some materials and snacks will be provided. Open Space respect, respectfully acknowledges that we are on unceded First Nations territory. The city of Victoria and the surrounding areas lie on the territories of the Coast Salish and Lekwungen-speaking peoples, including the Esquimalt, Songhees, and Husanich First Nations. Open Space is not wheelchair accessible and is accessed by, by a flight of 23 stairs. There are two gender-inclusive washrooms, one multi-stall, and one single stall with a urinal. If you have any other questions or concerns in regards to accessibility, please contact office at openspace.ca. So that is every Wednesday at Open Space on Fort Street there on the second floor. And that is all I have for community events. Greetings, Earthlings. We have now taken over your radio. CFUV 101.9 FM is people-powered radio. To volunteer with us, visit cfuv.ca and click volunteer to complete an application to get involved. Tune in to Masala Mix every Sunday, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. with your host, Sudhakar. This show features a wide variety of music from the Indian subcontinent like Bollywood tracks, guzzles, Sufiana, classical music, instrumental, and much more. Only on CFUV 101.9 FM. Visit CFUV.ca for more information. So up next, I have an interview with some of the students from our Lenong at School Out, Ersin Chathan Immersion School out in Hussainich. And it is, um, our immersion school goes, this past school year went to grade four, and then this coming in September, it's, it expanded to grade five, which I think is pretty awesome that it's growing every year, because when I started the language revitalization diploma program back in 2015, it only went to grade two. So every school year since then, it expanded and added a grade every year, and um, that is our Sandwich uh, dream to have it go to grade 12. Yeah, and I believe it started like the preschool, immersion preschool started back in 2012 sometime. I can't remember if it was at the beginning of 2012 or the end. But yeah, here is the interview with the immersion students. Jeremy. And Kaya Wilson James. Kaleya Samson Dennis there? Does she want that sin of sinch? The Elliot Elliot. Chiata. Asasajin. Just a letter son at Latess. Uriah Williams. Polish horses Jason. How long have you been in the Sanchathan Immersion School? Well, next year, if you count as next year, it'd be four or five years. Since I was maybe four or three, what? it's almost been seven years. Since preschool? Three years. Since preschool. Since kindergarten. What grade are you going into? I am in grade four, going into grade five. 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 Uh, five. I'm going to engage five. Five. Three. Five. Four. Grade one. Why is Sanchathan important? Because it's where I'm from and it's just where I feel like I'm home 
and it just makes me feel more me. Because it's good for us, because it's good language for us. Because, um, because the English people took it over and then they didn't want it. Even the residential school people. What would happen if we all stopped speaking Sanjathan? Well, I not have all my friends and um, I wouldn't know that these friends of mine can become feeling like part of my family. Well, our language wouldn't live anymore. We wouldn't have the language anymore. It would just die again. We would all be normal. It would go away forever. I'd be so mad. Why doesn't anyone else speak Sanjathan? Because they don't know how. Because it got taken away and they don't remember it. Well, it's hard half the time because um, we have, like, um, we've learned so much stuff that the older stuff kind of got, like, put over the side and half the time it forget. We forget about it. Um, long time ago, um, they were, there, it was only Squasinich, and then one, um, there's, and then a one man that Hilt accidentally created, and he didn't speak Sanchothan. So, um, so he had, so he created more people and more people. And then, now those people speak English now. Well, well, some people do, but some people don't. How does being in the immersion school make you feel? Good. Because it's good how to learn all such a thing. Good. Because I like learning in it. Well, it makes me feel really good that we have the privilege to learn this language. Good, because it's not like any other school, because of our language. Really good. Happy. Good, because everybody who taught me was my family. What's your favorite part of the school day? My favorite part really is Finishing my homework, not homework, but all my papers. That's like my favorite part, feeling accomplished. You're like, writing, writing, writing. Okay, I'm done, yay. Like yeah. you get a break. Um, learning the language and art time. Well, um, I like a lot of things, but the most, um, my most favorite part is when we're all together singing and drumming. Learning and I like them. Along at school, yeah, My favorite part of the school day is field trips. What would you say to another student about the immersion school who goes to another school? Well, I would say if they're part of the, if they're like part native and they want to learn the language, I tell them to go for it, and it's really fun. It's difficult at first, but it would be good and that it's, it's good to learn. Um, I would tell them that like our language, it's, 
coming back to life and we're trying to help it come to life. Um, I would tell them that we have a lot of um, very important words and it sometimes isn't easy, but you always have to stay on the bright side of things. Obviously it's fun and it's really cool and just learned really good stuff. Do you have a story you can read in Sanchathan? Or do you have a story in language? How far can you count up in Sanchathan? Uh, 100. Can you sing the Sanchathan alphabet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Z, 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 z. Sunshine, then slay, let's see. Did the sit look scratchy? 
All right. So I hope you guys enjoyed that little bit of a content from the immersion students from the Lanongit School out, the St. Jothan Survival, Survival School. Um, as I was editing that, it kind of really kind of got to me a little just listening to all their answers and from all the questions I had for them. And I was like, wow, these are great language warriors. Because most of these students have been in the immersion program since preschool. So they've been, their whole, like, that's all I know is um, St. Jothan Immersion. From preschool to grade four, which are, they are moving into grade five now. Shout out to Alice Myers. Thanks for your little text message. And congratulations on studying language revitalization. I finished a two-year language revitalization diploma program in last June. And yeah, it's been really great. And I'm really happy that you are working toward language, language revitalization too.